Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So hello and welcome to the Leverage to Scale podcast. I am your host, Katie, and I'm here with Eric Cabral. Eric, can you tell us about what you do, who you are, and what your business is? Yeah, sure. So I am first and foremost a creative I've been in the creative industry for over 20 years, uh, building mostly in-house agencies for big, big corporations. And then I started to um, realize during that period of time, (laughs) over 20 years, it took me to realize that I needed to take control over my financial freedom and legacy wealth for my family. And I got into real estate investing, which is funny because that is a completely opposite left brain analytical activity for us creatives, as I know you are creative as well, Katie. And I took the leap. I left corporate America saying, no more. I am not building and, and, and creating wealth <laughs> for gigantic corporations, literally taking them from six figures to multi seven figure businesses. And I, I, I realized that I had the power to do that for myself. Why wouldn't I create my own company and create my own legacy? So I, you would think that I would create a, a creative agency or a media agency first. I didn't. <laughs> I took the path. I, I was so tired of it, Katie. I, I realized I, I need a change. I need a new chapter. I need to do something different. So I got into real estate investing. And once I got into that environment, once I started to really get to know that network and build a network, the power of mindset and rituals and habits and surrounding yourself with people that can help to elevate you in your business, in your life. So I ate it up, biscuits and gravy. I freaking loved that environment. And I started to help and I started to get into the more of an abundance mindset and not expecting anything in return. Because as an employee, as you can imagine, for many, many, many years, it was always like, what's in it for me? What am I getting out of this? Never really truly realizing, like Jim Rohn always says, it's not how much you make, it's what are you going to become as a result of taking this job or doing this, this activity. So once I started to do that, I started to service this real estate investing community. I started to service them in a creative way because, as you can imagine, a lot of them are left brain analyticals that don't know anything about social media marketing. They don't know about podcasting. They don't know anything about branding. So I started to help one then two, then three. And all of a sudden it became a business and I had to create an, uh, an agency called On Air Brands. So On Air Brands started to service them in many different ways through brandings and lo- logos and websites traditionally. And then I started to shift into podcasting. And then the podcasting birthed another company called Podmax, which is a podcast Basically, it's an event. It's an experience that we create for people to come in and now leverage our network of podcasters to get on multiple shows, to network, to mastermind, to learn from our expert keynote speakers. So it's really, that's it in you know the past 20 plus years and then the last three to four years of my entrepreneurial uh, journey 
in a nutshell because it really just happened like that, like overnight in my mind. Right. But it was a grind. It was a grind. It was a hustle. Right. Especially for 20 years, you know, keep pivoting, keep like, you know, there's new businesses, people need new things. You're like, I can offer that thing. Like, how can we make this work? Um, You know, you said you left corporate America, you went into real estate, and then you started getting back into your creative businesses again. What was that moment for you when you got back into your creative businesses that you're running now where you were like, wow, you know, these have really come to fruition. Like I'm still really living that dream and doing what I love. Yeah. I honestly, Katie, I struggled with that. I, when I got into real estate investing, I started to gain some small success, starting to, you know, acquire, you know, apartment buildings and see cash flow, you know, because really the mindset of shifting from an asset to to what's an asset and what's a liability. So if anyone's familiar with or ever heard of Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that changed my life, changed a lot of real estate investors' lives. We call it the purple pill. Mm-hmm. And w- what that really in a nutshell is, realizing your primary home that you purchased is not an investment. A lot of people think I'm buying my house, my forever home, and that is my life savings and investment. It's a liability, it's not an asset. So I explain to people, that don't understand why is it not an asset? It's because it doesn't make you money. Does it cash flow? It sucks. It drains money out of your pocket. So that is a liability. So when I got into that shift and I started to acquire businesses or creating businesses out of properties and now cash flowing because the amount of the mortgage and all that stuff uh, was very low compared to the rent that it was pulling in. So the rent would more than pay for the mortgage and the taxes and the maintenance. And then whatever was left is cash flow. So that that's the explanation of how that works. So I loved it. I loved what it could do. I didn't love the process, Katie. I loved what it could do when it was done. But then as the agency was building, I don't even know if it was called On Air Brands at the time. It was just Cabral Design or Cabral Brands. And I I had mentors and coaches that I was leaning on and saying, I don't know what to do because now I don't know if I should continue buying more properties and creating cash flow for myself. That was the primary goal. But now I'm building this business. And there was this one mentor that said, you you realize that if you build a business and you create a liquidity event, meaning you make a capital event out of it by selling it, that is like real estate. And now you take those millions of dollars that you created from nothing and you sell it and you buy properties and you start to invest and you buy whatever it is you want. And that's when it hit me. I was like, the light bulb, wow, that's the aha moment. I'm going to pause on real estate investing and now build in the creative side, which I love anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool. So what motivates you to keep doing it? I mean, you know, you've said you've been doing it for 20 years. I mean, you're still going. What motivates you to keep going? Oh my goodness. Because as you can imagine, I feel like even though podcasts have been around for decades, you know, people forget pod is from the iPod, which I don't even know if it exists anymore. So it's still this, I feel like pioneers. I feel like we are in an industry that is still figuring itself out. It's the wild, wild west. Everyone's trying to get a hold of it, trying to understand how to leverage it, how to make it part of their business. So we're at the forefront of that because we created a business out of it very early on. And now people are trying to understand how we do it or be a part of what we're doing. So that's exciting. Waking up each and every day to an industry that's figuring itself out. I love that. It's not like radio. It's not like television where you already know, the, okay, it's, you need to do this. You need to go through these channels. You need to, 
this is so exciting because you wake up and you're like, oh my God, Joe Rogan's getting paid. How much? You know, that affects us. You know, that's really cool. Or who will cry? Oh my God. Anchor was bought by who? So it's like amazing every day you see now others are paying attention to what we're doing and they want to be a part of it. And who knows how that's going to affect us moving forward. So really quick sort of foreshadowing is we work with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's team and they've done keynotes at our events. They're very interested in PodMax and what we're doing because it's unique and it's different and it's, it's innovating. Who knows? You know, I put it out there. Maybe it's Gary that says, you know what? We don't want to rebuild what PodMax did, is doing. How about we, you just become part of us? When, and that's, that's, that's the goal. That gets me excited that if it's not him, it's someone else. It's other these companies that we partner with each and every event that could eventually say, let's just partner to the point where we're the same. And that's, that gets me up every morning. And then that is the legacy that I want to create for me and for my family and those around me, because everyone that's in the business is going to benefit from that because right. they were a part of it from the beginning. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's like really cool. And we're talking about like, you know, how you're growing and where you're going towards and like all this awesome stuff. But I have to ask a hard question. Please. What were the hard and challenging moments of growing your business? Yeah. 100% mindset. Being able to shift from the employee mindset of, you know, getting out of that routine of watching television, eating garbage, surrounded by people who were not motivated, surrounded by people that pulled me down. Um, that was the hardest thing because these are people that I've known all my life, you know, to, to let them go, you know, consciously, subconsciously felt painful. And I had to come to the realization that I'm not letting them go. I'm really, um, I still love them. I'm just not as connected to them as I used to be each and every day, the way I was. Now, what's happened is everything has shifted to business and partners that have become close friends. And now whenever we talk, it moves things forward. You know, it's rather than having conversations with people that goes nowhere. You don't ever evolve from that conversation. You didn't learn anything from it. It actually makes you feel sad or bad about yourself. So that was the biggest shift. And that took a little bit of, of time. And then also the daily habits and rituals in terms of my mindset, you know, incorporating meditation, yoga, exercise. Those things were hard because that wasn't a daily routine for me. And I realized after interviewing people on my show, Entrepreneur Circle, that that was the common ground that every successful entrepreneur did. They all exercise. They all eat right. They all meditate. And I knew I needed to do those things. It just took me time to get there. Yeah, I, I can imagine like that's hard to really like shift however you've been working or doing things to now this like completely different way of doing things to help you grow your business. Mm-hmm. So moving into like current events, the past year has been really interesting for a lot of businesses and for everyone in general. In the past year, how has growth been and would you redo anything? I So if we go back to, so currently it's the middle of August, 2020, right? So if we go to August, 2019, things were hot. <laughs> like I, so PodMax was created then. So oh, I wow. think, so it's only been about a year. 
And I was in the process of creating it and launching the first event, which was in September. I think it was September 6th or something like that. So a lot happened uh, over the course of last summer to the end of the year where there was so much momentum. We had we had done two live events where people showed up. Uh, entrepreneurs came in our studios and we would have roughly eight to 12 makeshift studios where people would come in and be interviewed by all these uh, amazing uh, hosts. And then that was the realization and the growth of a business where I realized, wow, I thought the offering and the value I was providing was getting people on podcasts. That was just a small piece. People were walking away saying, dude, I just met my business partner there. I met three new clients through there. I'm getting so many leads as a result. And then also the networking aspect. People were saying, oh my goodness, there were so many stellar, amazing people at your event. Uh, I just, I, I want to come back. When's the next one? And then we started to incorporate keynote speakers. So then we had Entrepreneur Magazine there for the next, for the second one in December. A good friend of mine, Jason Pfeiffer. And then he elevated everything because then now brand through association, which is critical. I think anyone who's ever launching anything needs to understand if you align yourself with larger brands, people start to associate you and your brand and what you're doing with that. And you sort of leverage, that's what podcasting does really is you, you borrow credibility from other brands. And that's what we started to do. And then more and more people started coming into the point where in less than a year, we got the Vayner Media president of the Sasha Group, all these people, Matt Higgins coming through to be interviewed on our platform in front of all of our tribe and community. So that's happened over the course of a year. At the same time on the back end, On Air Brands was producing and creating podcasts and doing social media marketing for our clients. But I wasn't really growing that business to the degree that I was years prior because PodMax took so much of my time and energy. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing though, in one year to have that kind of growth and to realize that like, you know, you started out as one thing, but you were really offering so much more value to other entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, I wanted to highlight Katie. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I hopefully you have that question written down. So w during this crazy time, right, March, we, we had an event in March and then, you know, the S hit the fan and we're like, what do we do? Because we're doing live events <laughs> and we licked our wounds, you know, took about three weeks off <laughs> as we, we still did our team meetings and everything, but we're like, Oh my God, how the state of the state of the world what's going to happen. And we're like, you know what, let's, let's put nose to the grindstone. Let's build something. Let's create something that no one's doing and let's take our live event and everything that we know that worked about it and replicate it online. So then, then when we launched what we called PodMax Global, rather than using the word virtual, which we knew everybody else was going to use. We called it PodMax Global and we said, hey, everything you know and love about what we're doing is now virtual. And everybody came in and we're like, oh my God, we didn't know what to expect. But we knew that if we build it, some people will come. We don't know how many. They came in droves and they all started loving it. And then now it created a new part of the business, which is the virtual business, running virtual events and creating an experience for people online uh, that I think will always exist now. We'll always have this as a part of the business and we'll still do our live events when everything you know, gets, gets back to normal. But it's really cool because I don't think we would have built that as quickly if it weren't for the current situation. Right, that catalyst to really yeah. grow it out even more. Right. So in talking about this year and last year, um, one of my final questions for you is what does success look like in 2021 and what are your goals for next year? Yeah, so 
because of the virtual events and because of the team building a ton of backend and process, because if you can imagine hundreds of people that want to get into the event and linking them with podcasters, that's, 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 that's quite an endeavor to create that backend of process, you know, because there's multiple touch points and communication and emails and all this stuff that lets them know how it's going to flow and making sure their customer client journey is smooth and frictionless. So that we've scaled to the point, Katie, and I'm really, really proud of the team where we're not six, every six weeks to eight weeks, we're doing it monthly. Now we're doing monthly events. So next year really looks like monthly virtual events. And then at the same time, we're going to, you know, as we start to feel out the comfortability of everyone coming back together in one room, we'll probably do more like quarterly meetings, which will be smaller, um, you know, anywhere between 20 to 30 people, but still have that live experience. And then what's really where we're building. And I think it'll launch um, in 2021 is a PodMax Summit, a PodMax Conference, where now all the people, the hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people that are involved through virtual events, live events, all come together through a big conference. And then we have a multiple day you know, experience for everyone with keynote speakers, you know, everything you would come to expect for a conference. But then we're going to also incorporate what we do at PodMax, which is interviewing and doing all that cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, that sounds amazing. So um, we're nearing the end of our interview, unfortunately, which is a bummer because I love hearing about your business and I love podcasting. So it's even more fun to hear about. <laughs> but um, my final question for you is how can our listeners and our community help you reach those goals that you mentioned for next year? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I do get, I guessed, obviously, I'm here on your show. Being a guest on podcast is so powerful for those listeners who are listening and appreciating uh, not just me, but all the guests that you interview and people on other podcasts, it's powerful. If you aren't leveraging that to help you in your personal brand and in your business, you're missing out. I, I call it a, a sports car in your driveway in that you're not driving, you're not using it. It's there for you. So take advantage of it. And we do that and help people through PodMax. So if you want to get on multiple podcasts, we knock it all out in one day, but then at the same time, we train people prior to the event to hone their message, clarify their message to make sure that what they're saying is going to resonate before the event. And then even after the event, we review what they experienced and we listen to the episodes and go back and say, hey, maybe you could tweak this. Maybe you can modify that and then make it so that their message is more and more powerful and more and more fine-tuned moving forward. And they keep coming back now. They get better and better and better at each event. And yeah, it's really powerful. So I would highly recommend people check out what we're doing at podmax.co. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you again, Eric. I hope everyone goes and checks out what you're doing. It sounds amazing. And I just want to thank you for coming on and chatting today. And it was a wonderful time. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Katie. Appreciate it. So much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.